Welcome to the Queer Voices Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Larissa Russell. Join us today and each week as we talk to people from the LGBT plus community to share their stories, the good, the bad, and the inspirational. Sharing stories, making connections, saving lives. Welcome. I'm Larissa Russell of Queer Voices, and today I have with me Lexa Black. Lexa (laughs) is a 23-year-old African queen from Cape Verde, a professional actor that fell in love with the drag art. So welcome, Lexa. Oh, hello, Larissa. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. (laughs) I'm really excited because um, you are one of the the queens from Drag Taste. And I've been so excited to talk to a few of your other uh, sisters, if you will, and Mm -hmm. uh, hear the stories. So can you tell us a little bit about, you know, how it was for you growing up? (laughs) Well, uh, it was it was fantastic, to be honest. Um, I am the youngest of four kids and I have three older sisters. Um, So I was always very, very protected and very, very loved. And there is something that is and I have a huge family like my aunts, my uncles. Um, We do live uh, all near each other. So I grew up with my cousins and with my, my entire family. So I was very, very loved since a, a very young age. And um, when I started realizing about my queerness, uh, it was something that normally we people, we black people, we black people, we say that um, black don't do the queer. We, the queer is not for us, um, and especially in Cape Verde, being a, a, a country in Africa, um, I, it, it would be expected that I, when I was growing up, realizing that I was queer and, and everything was very, would be very difficult for me, um, and it would be a huge problem for my family and for everything, uh, which wasn't, um, I think I had a um, not a late realization that I was a queer kid, but um, it was it was a process. Like, oh, I think, oh, hmm, this is oh, all right, this is happening. Um, and when talking to my sisters and my mom and my dad and everything and everyone in my family, they were like, oh, I knew that. And the, the, the and not my family, not my family, my um outside family my my cousins my aunts and everything they didn't know until recently until last year two years ago almost two years ago that i went to cape verde uh, to to do a, a theater play uh and i was talking to them and they were asking oh how's your life and i'm like well i'm i'm married um uh now i i live my, with my husband i am i'm happy i'm i'm i'm, I'm good and they were like oh I had no idea. It was like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gay. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, it was so, it was really fun. Yeah, and so knowing that it would not be accepted there, mm-hmm. um, did you have to keep that quiet then? Like even after you came out to your family, or did you tell them after you'd moved away, or how did that come about? No, because I came out when I was already here. I've been living in Portugal for. 10 years, more than almost 10 years now. Um, and the, my, the, my personal come out when I came out to myself, like, okay, this is who I am. This is part of me. Um, I was already here in Portugal and I came out to my sisters and my mom, uh, and then to my dad, but, uh, for my family and it wasn't, 
um, something that I felt like I needed to do it to, to come out to them because like, they don't need, to, it's not their business. Um, and if they know, they know. If they don't, they don't. That is, I, that is how I think. Um, but I, when I was 16, I think, I went to Cape Verde with my family, uh, with my mom and my sisters uh, for, for a whole summer. And, um, and we actually got to talk, to, talk about it uh, with some of my, I talked with some of my, my cousins and my mom with my, with my aunt. And it was not a big deal. It was just regular conversation. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's queer. It was, uh, it was not a, a, a big problem. And I never felt the need of, um, of hiding it nor exposing it. Uh, but I do, uh, I do, I've known a lot of queer people from Cape Verde that they do hide a lot and they wait when, until they're out of Cape Verde to, to come out and to live their, their happy full lives. Uh, but it's getting better. I'll have a few, a lot of my friends are just living their most queer selves there. And it's been, it's been, been, been really, really good. That's great. That's great. Uh, I think it's great. Anybody who can live their most authentic self. Uh, mm-hmm. right? But I know in some places it's not safe to do so. So okay. it isn't actually Cape Verde. Um, I think it was in 2019. Um, uh, it was they they passed. There was they were the first African country to pass a law protecting the LGBTQ plus community. Um, and it was so it was such an accomplishment for everyone who who've been who've been working so hard to get it and to to. Uh, to pass on laws that will protect us because there is something that it, it is needed in African countries, especially in, in black countries. Um, and yeah, we were the first one in Africa to do it. And there are, other countries are looking at us at, uh, as an example. So it, it, it is good. Yes, that is very good. <laughs> you would we, still have a, we still have a long way to go, but it is, it is amazing that we're getting these small victories and uh, it is a process after all. Yes, absolutely. And you'd think by, you know, 2021, we would have this figured out, but no, we still don't. <laughs> but, no. But we're working on it. We're working on it. And that's great. Yeah, grateful. Um, <laughs> so how you live in Lisbon now mm-hmm. as part of Drag Taste. How long have you been there and how did you end up there? Uh, in I've been living in Lisbon because I, I moved, I wanted, my mom, uh, when I was younger, she moved to Portugal. Um she went, she came to live here and I stayed in Cape Verde with my dad and one of my sisters, my two olders, they were in Brazil uh, when they went to, to, to do the university and, and everything there. And I came, then I, I decided, look, I need to live with my mom. I want to go to Portugal to live with my mom. And I did. Um, and then I started doing drag uh, a few years later uh, when I was in my, my first year of college. Um, I started doing drag with Pedro Simões, actually. Uh, this way before Drag Taste. Uh, I'm a 40-year-old drag queen and Drag Taste is almost two years old. Um, and then Drag Taste started. Now I was doing my, I was getting, uh, putting my name out there. Um, and then they were, they invited me to work with them. At the time I couldn't uh, because of other things that I had to, to work on. But during the... In the beginning of, of this pandemic, in, in May, March, April, March, they started talking to me once again. 
um, asking me to to work with them, and I was like, always oh, no, no, I don't want to. I don't. I have other. I had other things to do. I was still waiting. We were still waiting to see how this pandemic would play out and how um, which dates that we have. We, me and Pedro, we have um, a theater play uh, that we were waiting on to know if we we're going to if it was going to be postponed or or not. Um, and then I was like, no, no, no. And then in May, I say, okay, let's do it. Let's work together. And it's been such a fabulous ride, such a, um, a personal growth for me. Um, I've been getting more and more and more responsibility and I'm very happy in my, in my job. I'm very, very happy. When you say more responsibility, so there's mm-hmm. a lot that goes into putting on a production. It's not just drag queens showing up right? Like you no. don't just show up beautiful and do it. So can you tell us a little no. <laughs> bit about what goes into that and maybe what your part is? Well, um, the, I, I, did you do the sangria or a love of the you love did experience? The sangria. Yeah. the sangria. So the yeah. sangria is our oldest experience. The format was created back in, uh, in March, uh, March, 2020. And, uh, right now we're just trying to see what works and see what doesn't work. And me, Fide de Main, Teresa Aldente, and another queen, we are responsible of the, the, the show departments. Um, we are responsible for creating and for uh, changing things that are not working anymore. Um, so yeah, and we create everything. We do everything since the, okay, let's put out a name and the concept and what shows, what shows, uh, what type of, of class that we want to do, uh, what are the dance number, what are the songs, what is the recipe, what is the message that we're trying to send behind everything, um, what jokes and where not jokes we should use and everything. Um, and and hiring people and getting people, preparing people, rehearsing people, uh, getting all the costumes ready. Um, it is a production. And uh, my work in drag takes, my, 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 my job in drag takes, it is really to, to be a part of that group and to be the queen manager. I manage all of the queens in terms of square scheduling, in terms of um, if they're doing what they're supposed to do, um, to, to give them tips uh, in their own drag persona, if they to make uh, to help them grow up, uh, because I am one of the old the the oldest, even though I'm the younger I'm the youngest uh, person in drag taste. Um, and yeah, so my 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 role, my main role is to be the queen manager, is to help the queens and to make sure that the queens are working. Um, properly with the best conditions and um, and they're happy at their job. That's my my goal is to make them happy. And, and I think that's an, an awesome goal to make them happy in their job. People it want is. to be happy. <laughs> it is. It is. It is happy. And it, it is also very very hard because you, you see, uh, as you said, it it takes a lot um, and it demands a lot. And we have a lot of mm-hmm. sessions and a lot of hours to do so. Um, trying to make to 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 go to check every single one of the the company's goals and trying to make every single queen happy it is a task it is really really hard to balance but i think i'm managing <laughs> well, well you portray to the world that you you're managing that quite well because um the shows are amazing and the attitudes and and you're the third person that I've talked to from the company mm-hmm. uh, fourth I guess because I talked to um, your coordinator Clara and 
uh, everybody seems to really love what they do. And yes, the thing is that we do. Um, sometimes we work long shifts uh, in special, special times. We, we might work long shifts. We might work, feel like when, when, when it's almost the, it's, it's a Saturday. We normally, uh, we're off, uh, it's a Sunday. We're off, we get off on, on Mondays. Uh, it's, it's a Sunday and we're like, oh Jesus, I am tired. But, I'm, but we're happy. We're all very, very happy. Um, we are uh, grateful for the, for the fact that we do have a job, job that we are doing drag during this crazy time, um, that we're getting to know a lot of people from all around the world, that we get to work with each other um, because we do, um, we do get along really, really well. And we, do, uh, we are a, a tight group of people that we, we manage to work together really, really well. Um, and we are very, very happy. <laughs> we are happy. I mean, there's going to be things that happen. I've been in the drag community, so I know how it. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but but the, yeah. the thing is that the the energy that we put, that we put out on during the sessions that the we all need to be on a very high level of energy because it, this doing the the Zoom drag is really really hard, really 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 hard, and. Um, so we our energy ha they have to the energy has to be all the way up, which is hard to do, but also it is the result of a happy workplace and um, and uh, the fact that we all are friends that all of the queens they do get along really really well, and um, and the the and then there's the my 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 that when where my role comes out. Uh, I have to choose carefully and choose wisely who I'm putting together. Not because there's any bad blood, but I know who's going to work better with who. Mm -hmm. And, um, and to, to provide the most uh, amazing and the most fun experience for our guests, which are which is probably our main goal. Yeah. To have everyone going home with, oh my God, this was amazing. Because it is amazing. It is, it is really, really fun to do. It is really, really beautiful to do. We, I think we are changing the world. Uh, one sangria picture at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's probably true because it, it is, it's entertainment. You learn. Um, mm -hmm. I've been a sangria drinker for a long time. I didn't, I've never made it the way you make it. And it's amazing. Um, so that, that was great. But the fact that you, you know, took the, the cooking and the drag, mixed it together. And mm -hmm. um, it started as a in-person. Yes, exactly. And then moved into online with the pandemic. And now you can reach globally with that is, is quite amazing. And I know it is. you, because of the pandemic, you guys live together as well, right? Not anymore, thank God. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, some of them, some of them, they still, they do still live together. Um, I, I, when I got here to Drag Taste, uh, when I got there, um, they were most of the queens. They were living together, and I, I personally said, uh, I am, I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, at the time, I was still with my, with my ex-husband, and. Um, and I had my house, I had my home, and I was like, no, I will not leave my home to live with a, uh, with a bunch of drag queens, which I adore, but no, no ain't gonna happen. Um, and then, then uh, suddenly when the, when the pandemic was, when the numbers got down and the, the whole COVID situation in Portugal was better, um, 
they slowly they started going away, going to their own places, renting their own places. Uh, and uh, yeah, so now we have like three of we have four queens living together still, but they, that's because they want to live together and they're really, really friends, uh, really good friends and they want to stay together, but not anymore. Thank God. <laughs> that would have been it, a lot 24 7 yes it would, it would it would actually be great tv <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it you could put some cameras over there you have a new big brother and it would be fabulous it like would have sisters. Been... <laughs> sisters yes yeah. it would be fun <laughs> oh yes because i as, as someone who's been a part of the drag community here in my city mm-hmm. um it's it's quite a lot goes a lot on backstage there's a lot of personalities imagine the thing is that people normally don't sometimes we um when we were still doing the um, the the sessions on our the first studio of drag taste the first venue of drag taste um we sometimes we show the round like we turn the camera around so they can see the whole mess that we create uh, imagine that 24-7 imagine that with with uh i don't know how many we are right now i'm not i'm not even sure um imagine everyone in the same in the same space in the same uh, building living together the massive oh, it would be chaotic fun but chaotic <laughs> absolutely well do you have any final things you would like to say uh, to our listeners or any a final message maybe for our youth anything at all before we go i think i think it is really a, a message that i think everyone in the in the queer community we try to put this out um, it gets better. Um, we all, I think in life, um, regardless of uh, your gender identity, your sexuality, the, um, your background, you will have tough moments. You will have moments that you don't feel um, as amazing as you are. Um, and sometimes you won't feel as happy as you could be, but it gets better. Life is, um, is a, roller co- a roller coaster. It goes up and down, up and down, up and down. You just have to do to, to the most to enjoy the ride and to get at the end. And you have a, a very fun, uh, weird um, or, and gorgeous picture that is go- you're going to take forever. So just try to, to live your best life, to respect yourself, first of all, respect uh, your peers, respect your... F- the people that you love and the people who love you appreciate them. That is very, very important. Appreciate them and just try do your best every single day. Try to put some light in the world because after all, that's all we need. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here. Well, really thank you, Larissa. It. it was such a fun invitation. I'm so glad that I, that I did it as well. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. To our listeners, thank you for being here to witness another story in the life of our community. Thanks for listening to Queer Voices. Our goal with Queer Voices is to help our youth know that they're not alone. Our suicide rate for LGBT plus youth is as much as eight times higher than hetero youth. This is not acceptable. When our youth find acceptance, this number drops significantly. Save a life today. Show your child or an LGBT youth in your life that you care. Make sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes so we can help get the word out. Sharing stories, making connections, saving lives.